Hey, this is Trip Bodenheimer. I am the host of The Shadows Podcast. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to this Time to Shine Today podcast with my great friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 263 with my guy, Trip Bodenheimer, a big Tar Heel fan there in North Carolina. But he's serving our awesome sauce, United States military right now and he's actually an instructor for instructors so the people that are out there leveling up our military he's actually instructing them and they could not and i cannot emphasize enough cannot find someone better uh bodie has been through hell and back which you will see in this show um just basically breakout notebooks because the knowledge nuggets that he's dropping i think i put five or six of them in the show notes they really just blew my mind and Actually, I use a couple of them to level me up since our interview. So sit back, relax, because here comes the host of the Shadows Podcast, my good friend, Trip Bodenheimer. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I have been waiting a minute because of scheduling conflicts, mostly on my part, uh, to bring on my my boy Bodie, uh, Trip Bodenheimer. Um, I was blessed, extremely blessed to be on his, the shadows podcast. And I will put that in the show notes, episode 46, <laughs> but don't go there yet because I want you to hear the stories that Tripp's going to tell to help you really, really level up and just start crushing. And Bodie, he's originally from North Carolina. Unfortunately, he lost his father from a heart attack in 1993. Um, he was 11 years old at the time. Um, and a few years later, Another big kick to the gut is his sister was murdered um, at the age of 14. Um, his positive outlook, he struggled to have one. Um, he fell into a depression, which you can't blame him at all. Um, he joined the Air Force in 2009. Um, and now he's an instructor of the instructors. And it's funny, he kind of told me a story off air that he was only supposed to be there for a year where he's at station right now. Um, and I'm thinking underneath my breath, I'm like, those people love what you're doing, dude. They actually fudge the numbers. They keep you there longer. So he's going to be where he's at for another couple of years. And I think the Air Force is lucky to have him. You know, he's learned to block out the negative influences and start building a strong inner balance and alignment. So again, he has the The Shadows podcast. And I want you to check that out after our interview. So Bodhi, please come on, introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. But first. What's your favorite color and why? Oh, favorite color is easy. Carolina blue. Very specific. <laughs> and why? Because, I mean, it's peaceful. When you're sitting back on a beach looking out at the sky, looking at that, that blue water, just puts you in a peaceful mindset. And also, uh, it's favorite color of my my favorite college team, the North Carolina Tar Heels. It's to make so. you stomp on some blue devils then, right? Exactly. I can't do <laughs> dark blue. It's got to be Carolina blue specific. I'm Carolina. If you talk about that Carolina robbery, I'm all Carolina. I mean, I love Shusesky as a person. I've met him a couple times, um, but it's like I, I can't stand those teams. I actually I like, like Coach K, and that's yes. I know that people are yes. running out of town for saying that, but I actually like him. He's got a really good book that I've read. Oh um, yeah, so, so I like absolutely. Him. Yeah. You know, and also, you know, I'm from Michigan. You know, so we have the University of Michigan, yep. which I can't stand. I'm a Sparty you know, Michigan state guy. So it's, it's kind of the same thing with the Duke has, it's kind of like a, like an Ivy league school in a sense, you know, yeah. education wise and stuff in the um, South. 
Yeah, in the South. And it's nice when they get stomped on. So I can't stand seeing them being good in football either. But anyways, enough about the uh, slamming on Duke. Let's get to your origins, my man. Um, Kind of dig in. You had kind of a bleak past, uh, a path that not many people have walked. Maybe kind of start there and, and how you leveled up to right now helping others, you know, get their voice across. Yeah, no, I appreciate, first of all, I appreciate you having me on here. Bet, I really do. I'm a fan of your show, so I appreciate this yeah. opportunity. Yeah, I was, um, just as you mentioned, 11 years old, 11 in, uh, we moved from North Carolina to South Carolina. We were living in Mount Pleasant, and um, my father was pretty successful. He was a lawyer, and I had it, I thought, you know, I was spoiled as a kid. I was like, this life is nice. And then blink of an eye, uh, heard a loud crash downstairs, ran down, and my father had had a heart attack. And uh, now that moment, right then everything in my life changed and he was in the hospital until uh july 9th 1993 and then he passed away and my life got turned upside down because we went from living in this really nice house right on the waterway to i'm learning how to pay bills with my mom inside of a little apartment um and it was it was really tough i was having to learn how to budget at 11 years old and do bills and trying to be the man of the house and um then we moved back to North Carolina, be closer to family and friends. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, just as you mentioned, August 23rd, 1998, uh, my sister was murdered at 14 and I was 16. So for a 16 year old, that was a lot. Uh, so wow. focusing on grades and stuff in high school was not my top priority. I was just trying to figure out me, why all this was happening in my life. Um, and then you know, I was kind of at like a, a standstill, really. I was going to school just to go to school. Uh, but then, you know, I got jobs, was working, you know, physical therapy assistant was one. Um, but then I, I just didn't find my purpose. You know, you chase your passion, but passion can be dangerous because you you really follow in your heart. But I was like, what sure. is my purpose in life? And it's not always right in front of you. Sometimes you have to find it. It's hidden out there. And for me, I decided to raise my right hand and join the Air Force. Uh, my grandfather was in the Army. My dad was in the Navy. And I was like, well, why don't I continue this legacy? I'm going to join the Air Force and kind of looked at it like a foreign out and was going to you know, pr- open some more doors for me. But I decided to join. Uh, best decision I ever made. And I had a mentor who told me, hey, I know you're thinking about getting out. I know, you know, I was that guy looking to go one year and go pro. And uh, he's like, <laughs> he said, don't don't judge the military on just your first base, like get your feet wet, give it some time. And then I got asked to go to Germany. And uh, that was a life changer. Six years in Germany, I uh, got asked to be an airman leadership school instructor when I was there. And uh, the rest is history. It's kind of brought me to where I'm at now, which is teaching the instructor course in Alabama. You love it. And how long have you been in them? I've been in 12 years right now, going on okay. 13. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're basically, you are kind of a career man. And I would, I am. I told myself when I hit 10, that's it. Yeah. I was going to say lack of better term, be stupid not to with what you get afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So no, that's awesome. People need people like you. So you mentioned something about purpose. You kind of align, like passion can be dangerous. You mentioned something about purpose. Do you think your why is found a lot in your purpose? Absolutely. Okay. I, I love the um, Simon Sinek start with why. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, oftentimes we tell people like what we do or how we do it, but we never start off a conversation with that why. And right, my why right now is, you know, I'm developing 
you know, people to go out there and help mold other people and help grow other people. And kind of what you said on my podcast, they're going to plant that seed, but they're not necessarily going to sit under the shade. Right. Um, and <laughs> I love that. And I think sure. that's exactly, you know, my, my purpose right now is to help send people out there and be better educators and enhance some learning environment for others and instill these concepts in them. And, uh, it's, it's the best job I have hands down. I love have it. the best job in the military right now. You cannot argue with me on that. No, it, that, that's awesome. I mean, you know, you brought up about the Simon Sinek, the love that yeah. guy, right. But you know, military is so militant for a sense, you know, you're, you have to be somewhere, no questions asked, you know, I did my mm -hmm. seven years, so I, I get it. Um, you know, in, in Simon said, you can either influence people by manipulation or inspiration. Do you find yourself inspiring your squad as you're bringing them through the instructor school more than lack of better term manipulation? It's not because there's so much structure to it. You find yourself leaving the structure a little bit to inspire them. Yeah, we've, we've broken away from like that adaptive, like be an instructor and we are more be yourself. Uh, you know, I tell students, I'm like, you suck at playing the role of an instructor. You are fantastic at being Scott Ferguson. You are fantastic at being yourself up there. So, um, yeah, it's definitely inspiring them. And I tell them from day one, I tell them my story. I tell them things that I'm going through in my personal life. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to wear a mask when I come in here and put on a facade. I'm going to be the same person every single day and have fun with this. And if you're not having fun, then you need to check yourself. And maybe right. not be behind the podium because uh, you're doing a disservice to your students. So the second you start phoning it in, they're the ones who are suffering from it. So I encourage them, just be yourself, um, have fun. And, you know, we graduated our class yesterday and some of the common feedback that I was getting was uh, you inspire me just to be me. You inspire yeah. me just to, to, you know, dig into these lessons and make it fun to where I'm looking forward to coming in. Cause if I'm having fun, they're going to have fun and they're going to see it. So do you find yourself the same Bodie in the being an instructor as you are at the commissary if they run into you? hundred percent. Okay. Very cool. hundred percent. That relatability. Cool. Like you're, I, I can't, I, I actually you feel me in. what I'm talking about in the military. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. I actually go in one day and I bring a lesson plan with me and I read it verbatim uh -huh. from the way it's written. And my answers are robotic. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Good job. And then I do it for like 10 minutes and they're checking their pulse and they're falling asleep and uh, <laughs> someone, they're always kind of looking around like what in the world. And then I stop and I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I was playing the role of an instructor right there. How, sure. how much fun was that? And I'm like, do you want me to go back to being Bodhi again? All right, let's go back. Let's to do this. I love it. Yeah. So then when you're bringing these instructors in, obviously they've had to qualify to become one. Yeah. What is there any secret sauce that you use while you're instructing or even in one-on-one -on -one situation with them to help them level up, to help them find that blind spot? Uh, for that, we've incorporated a lot of self-reflection stuff into the actual uh, curriculum. We do uh, two lessons that I've been certified on. They're actually sponsors of my podcast, Giant Worldwide. We do a five voices, which helps you discover your leadership. It really helps you blind spot wise because it shows you how you come off to other people in a conversation. Yeah. Like how you sound when you walk away. Uh, we do mm -hmm. five gears, which is like a uh, how to be present, which I think mm -hmm us as a society, we struggle with so much. Yeah. Um, we teach you how to be present with those around you and how to handle your time management. We have a art of communication lesson, which kind of goes into the allegory of the cave. Um, we emotional intelligence. I think emotional intelligence is huge. And, um, 
Noble Gibbons, um, you know, the EQ gangster himself, mm-hmm. he's he's he mentioned something the other night. He was talking to the students. He said, we we drive our vehicles and I kind of paraphrase this into like my own way of doing it, too. We drive our car. We see that the it needs air tire in your tires. Light comes on the check engine lights sure. on. And, and we're like, yeah, I know I got some stuff going on with me, but we're afraid to look under our own hood. But we're quick <laughs> to tell people what's wrong with their car. Yeah. Man. Um, but and I think that's true. And we get people to dig deep. We get them to be vulnerable. We get them to open up. Uh, and, you know, if, if you're not giving everything you got in a classroom, you know, how's the flight going to relate to you? They want sure, someone they sure. can relate to as opposed to someone who's superior to them. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that goes with any job. If you yeah. if you find yourself saying, call me boss, as opposed to call me teammate. Right. Um, you know, I, I just think that's where we're at right now. Right. I, I think that's just not the way to really connect with people. Absolutely. You have to. You have to have that personal connection, all them to be authentic and to communicate. So what is there any good question then that you wish that instructors would ask you that that never do? Uh, it's kind of a simple one, honestly. It's kind of you know like uh, balance in personal life with okay. being an instructor. It's something that we kind of hint at, and we're like, yes, it's going to be a struggle. You're going home for the first six months, and you're like deployed in place because you're having to. Yeah learn all these lessons. And then you're having to put create, you having to build that lesson around your personality as right. opposed to just regurgitating the info. So it's a struggle with family. <laughs> sure. I, I noticed the first couple of classes I taught, they weren't really asking about that, but then they were struggling with it when they were getting right. back to their schools. So um, definitely that personal professional balance. How do we manage it? Cause it's tough. Love it. Yeah, it's it, absolutely. There's that harmony. That's got to it's got to take place uh, between the the classroom or the field and home. So, Bodie, I'm I'm seeing a lot of strengths of yours as being a great communicator, very authentic, approachable. To what extent do you appreciate your strengths, man? I got to get better at it. Okay, like I'll be real with that. I got to get better at it. People tell me all the time when I get feedback and stuff. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I couldn't have imagined being in another class." Or I really want to be like you as an instructor. And I hear it and I take it for a grain of salt. I'm like, okay, that's the, sure. you know, canned feedback they're supposed to give me. But right. um, when I look at like the, the, from like a macro level of everything I've been through, sure, I, I really, you know, can sit back at times and appreciate it and say, you know, wow, most people would have gone through all this and just kind of tapped out or used it as, yeah, and rightfully so, use it as an excuse. It's like, you know, hey, my life sucks. But um, there's a quote that I read the other day in, um, I'm your Huckleberry Val Kilmer book. Really good. <laughs> the universe's rejection is the universe's protection. You know, things yeah. happen all the time for a reason. Yes. You put where you are for a reason. You may not necessarily see it at the moment, but um, you are where you are and to serve that purpose. And so when I really sit back, you know, I'm like everything happened in my life the way it should have. I am who I am. We're, we're based off of our experiences. And honestly, I couldn't imagine who I would be. I'm almost sure. afraid to see who I would be. Um, you know, if I hadn't been through everything I had been, I appreciate that. So what everybody has limitations. Can you mm-hmm. maybe point one out to us and how do you appreciate the limitations that you have? Limitations for me. Ooh, um, I would say I, I almost get in my head. Sometimes I stop myself. Um, you know, I, I find myself more times than not, uh, 
an opportunity arises and I almost like doubt myself, like, oh, you're not, you're not smart enough to do this. I had reading comprehension growing up. And so when I have to get on a stage and read something in front of 300 people, or if I'm, you know, having to read something verbatim on a script, it kind of gets in my head and it's kind of limited me at times. Sure. But it's something I'm starting to get better at, more confident with. I'm um, practicing. I've been reading a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot more than I ever have. If you would have told me 10 years ago that I would be knocking out about a book a month, two books a month. Yeah. I would have told you you're crazy, but uh, it's something I've definitely challenged myself. And I look for those limitations. I look for for what are those and try to become limitless in them. And have um, to. But we all we're you know what until if I live if I'm fortunate enough to live till I'm 80 years old I'm still going to have those limits that I'm going to be discovering. Oh, absolutely, man. So I, I'm discovering them. I've got 10 years on you. I discover them every day, and I always have five books going at a time. I do 10 pages a day. I did each book. You know, can't get and one. Yeah, you just can't because sometimes at, at past that 10th page you're like, oh, but like I'll pick up, you know, like you know, everybody's buddy, you know, Nick Saban, you know, yeah. I got that going. I got our boy, Jason Holzer shattered by suicide. You know, I got my boy, Nate's, you know, million dollar body method, you know, and it's like, I, I pick up a step from everywhere. And I also take notes within yeah. Google notes and, and, and put it in there. And I look back and I'm like, and it's just awesome. I'm glad to hear you're a reader, man. So you ever see the movie back to the future? Oh, big Back to the Future. I right, got man. Back to the Future stuff in this room. I see it, man. Now, let's get in that DeLorean with Marty. Let's go back to the 22-year-old Bodie. So it's like 17, 18 years ago. Let's go back to Ooh. 22-year-old Bodie. All right. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on the 22-year-old Bodie? Maybe help him level up, last through, and sharpen his learning curve just a little bit. Be patient, for one. Mm-hmm. Be patient. Good things aren't instant. You have to you work for things and let things, you know, opportunity. You got to wait for opportunity to arise. And when you see it, take advantage of it. Um, but definitely be patient because I was very impatient. I wanted to be a millionaire at 22 like sure. instantly. Of course. Um, I would also say listen to other people. Learn to be um, interested versus being interesting. Sure. Quit trying to sell everybody on your accolades and stuff and just sit back and, and listen to those around you. The, the wise people that you surround yourself with. Um, you'll get further by doing so. It's so funny you say that because I'll sit there and I, I enjoy kava. It's a root yeah, drink yeah. and I like to sip on it. And I'll go to these kava houses. It's full of kids, a lot of a lot of young kids. And I just hear them talking. I'm like, dude, that was me when I was, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. And I'm like, oh. but then now it's mm-hmm. funny. I go there three days a week and I'm holding court with these young guys. And I'm like, listen, man, slow it down. When you don't know something and really don't know something, get your asking gear, you know, yeah. ask for what is needed. Cause I wish I would have had somebody tell me that, you know, instead I knew everything. But I, it comes through the ears, uh, not the mouth. Yes, absolutely. Guy yeah. gave us a mouth and two ears for one mouth, two ears for one reason. I love it, man. You and I, you and I are just same sheath. So how do you want your dash? Remember that little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date on your tombstone. How do you want that little dash remember, bro? Everybody that came in contact with me was better. And like when my legacy as an instructor is over with, it's not going to be what I did. It's all about, you know, the people that send me photos of their tech promotion. They're, sure. you know, they've been step promoted. They've re-enlisted uh, because of something I've, I was instrumental in. Um, it's all about others. And I think if, if it was just one word, I would put others. 
Um, Cause it's not going to, you, your legacy is, I did an article for Llama leadership a while back and it was, you know, I was going through some boxes out in the garage and I found some of my dad's stuff. And my dad left a lasting impression on me. He had conversations in 1993 with me that I still remember to this day, mm. but all the accolades that you have hanging up on a wall, all the awards you get, that stuff goes in a box one day and sure. it gets taped up and it gets put Bodhi stuff or dad stuff. But your legacy is what you've instilled in other people and yes. how they carry that on day after day after day. That's the stuff that gets remembered. Um, you know, I, I make a joke in the Air Force. I'm like, nobody remembers who the the air communication 2017 <laughs> airman of the first quarter was. Right. Uh, and if you tell someone, they're going to be like, okay, cool. Right. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all about how, you know, emotional memories, how you make other people feel. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, you know, I had a, a moment where, you know, I had, you know, I, I told you about my nose surgery, right? And yeah. when I travel and I'll have speaking engagements, so I'm blessed. I usually go there. I'm not a big drinker. So I'll maybe have one brain grenade or so, whatever, with the, the audience members that meet in the bar area, but I usually just disappear, right? Yeah. And, and back to my room. And, you know, it's, it, it, it makes my lady feel better to know that I'm not out mingling. You know what I'm saying? She's not insecure yeah. at all, but it's like, yeah. I do think I try to do things right. But when the thing happened to my nose, I felt alone, but the people that I just posted on Facebook and said, Hey man, I'm off the grid for a bit. You know, I'll be back when I, when I'm back and you know, God heals me whatnot, dude, I had stuff mailed to my house or mailed to my office. I had people stopping by that could be locally. I had people drive down from Tampa you know, up from Miami to drop off food and stuff. And I was like, man, and it all came from me being able to, you know, what you're doing, you know, yeah. influencing people in the correct way. That's what, you know, you know, it's like, and I don't talk to these people, Bodie ever, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? They might see something on social from me every once in a while or something, but I don't ever talk to them. That's the way, you know, and that's how you're absolutely when you're in that DeLorean with doc Brown going, five, 15 years in the future where they don't need no roads, you know, you're going to see, you're already seeing it now. And that's awesome. So buddy, let me ask you this, man. What, what do you think people misunderstand about you the most? Oh, that's easy. Um, Cause <laughs> I've heard this throughout my career um, that I try too hard or you get the whole Brown noser thing, especially when it gets competitive in the military sure. and you're, you're fighting for a promotion statement. Right. Right. Um, and, and a lot of people see, and I could totally get it because if I'm standing on the outside, like Ebenezer Scrooge, like looking in at my life sure. or something, I, I'd be like, this guy's trying too hard. He's, he's doing this, that, and the other, but I genuinely care about people. And right. like, I, I really care, you know, leadership is good, but it's not until someone understands you truly care about them. Um, that's from Dean Smith. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, that, that's what it is. I truly care about others. And I think a lot of times people, uh, especially coworkers can kind of misconstrue that as just trying too hard. He's right. Okay. Right. You're coming from a good place. Coming so from a very good place. Yeah. What, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Hmm. That's a really good question. Other than headaches. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, what keeps me up at night is, you know, I used to worry about the unknown. I used to worry about what does tomorrow hold? I used to have anxiety and I, I learned to kind of conquer that to kind of beat my anxiety. Um, it took a lot of soul searching, sure. kind of what you brought up earlier. A lot of that 
uh, self-reflection, self-assessment, looking under the hood. Right. And honestly, I can say right now, nothing really keeps me up at That's night. That's awesome. That's um, great. Because hear, I feel like five years ago, I would have given you a laundry list. Right. But um, I, I can't encourage people enough. You know, level up your life. You know, yeah, sit there and 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 do some focus on you. Figure out what how you tick. Um, right. Because I can guarantee you, you start going down that hole, you're going to find some things. But when when you discover them, yeah. when you admit it, and you can start fixing those, you start getting some good sleep. <laughs> yeah, you do. And that, do I? I went back to something I was tactically taught in the military about breathing. You know, box breathing or oh, it's breathing. awesome. And yes. it's like, dude, I started doing that again, like four years ago. And, and mm-hmm. I kind of bounced back and forth between some tactical breathing. I learned in the military to, you know, a little bit of Wim Hof, add a little bit of him in there or, you know, uh, Mark Devine. And, and it, that just changed everything, man. Now yeah. I'll have my nights, but generally, dude, I'm out. Like I hit the bed and I'm out. And my biggest challenge is getting into bed because I feel like I want to serve, serve, serve. And I'm like, dude, you got to shut yeah. it down. And speaking of that. Way it comes to health about getting the rest like do you find yourself because you lost your dad i mean you're gonna be rolling up on another 10 12 years on your dad's age 13 years or what now actually about four okay four four years of your dad's okay like in squad if you're looking at not only he's a handsome dude but he's pretty well put together if you look at his (laughs) social he's pretty well put together do you find yourself taking care of yourself due to the fact your dad passed 100 percent. okay all right uh my dad. It's I mean, another played, blessing that he left you in a sense. And I'm not was. trying to make light of his passing, bro. Yeah. yeah. But no, it, it's something it he left you behind. And right, he, okay. uh, he, he played football, you know, he, he went to North Carolina, uh, Chapel Hill, wow. uh, athlete growing up. And, um, but I noticed he didn't take good care of himself his last couple of years. Uh, he was okay. a lawyer, a very stressful job, but now, and I think it's kind of subconscious, but whenever mm-hmm. I hit, gosh, I don't know, 18, 19, Mm-hmm. Got a little YMCA membership, went in there, started <laughs> pumping some iron on right. the Nautilus machines. And, yeah. you know, here I am now. I got a got a beautiful Body by Bodie garage gym. Good, baby. I actually <laughs> went for a run this morning before I came on here. And I'm definitely because now I have my daughters yeah. and my wife. Right. That, you know, it's not about me. It's about them. And sure. I don't ever want to put um, my girls through that pain of, you know, just not taking care of myself. So that's, that's definitely for you, man. the physical domain, something that uh, I can definitely work on. And it just takes a little bit of effort. And I have those days where I'm like, I do not feel like it today, right. but you push through and you get it done and you feel better about yourself. And yeah, hopefully I can turn around a little bit longer for them. That's it. So let's take out computers, tablets, phones. Let's take all anything electronic out of this equation, this question Quickly, what are three things that Bodhi can't live without? Three things I can't live without. Sports, because even if I didn't have all those, I'd need my newspaper. So sports, that's my form of entertainment. Uh, Family, because, I mean, just that. that Because they're family, dude. (laughs) Exactly. Family, yeah. I mean, uh, the joy they can bring. Uh, And the other one, honestly, this is kind of a corny answer. I need a dog. All right. I need a dog. They are the most loyal things in the world. Um, You know, you, they understand. I just got done explaining this to somebody the other day. Humans have life all wrong. They go through (laughs) life 80 years and they're miserable. They don't understand. They're they're always soul searching. Dogs only get a short shelf life with us, like 15 years because they understand life. 
yeah, in dude. 15 years they're loyal yeah. they're faithful they're not they, they can be a little moody but yeah. forgive you they just everything that you want in a human dogs give to you uh, so they're, i got to and, and they're therapeutic it's it's proven they're therapeutic to pet a dog's them. head can re- erase a lot of stuff that's real thing crazy so, you yeah. said that dude i mean i literally have my people laying on my feet bro while i'm doing this and it's a rest yep, minor He's roaming around here somewhere. I love it. I love it. Be quiet. I'm recording. <laughs> hey, 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 time to shine today. Podcast versus squad. We are back. And I got my boy, Trip Bodenheimer. My friends call him Bodie. Uh, and Bodie, we have our leveling up lightning around. It's six, seven, eight questions. You and I could easily talk an hour in each one of them. You have five right. seconds with zero. And I mean, zero explanations. You ready to rock? Let's do it. Let's, Let's I put people it. through this on mine. Let's see how this goes. Do it. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Be yourself. Yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Uh, working out. Love it. You see me walking down the street. Fergie looks like he's, he's in his doldrums. You're a reader, man. What book do you read? Hand me. Buddha and the Badass. Dude, I freaking, I swear to you right now, I pull up my notes out of Buddha and the Badass for that Simon Sinek um anyways dude, we'll get that in a minute what's your most commonly used emoji when you text thumbs up i'm simple love it if you could be one age physically and don't lie here physically for the rest of your life keep the wisdom you garnered and keep gaining knowledge and wisdom what age physically would you stay for the rest of your life right now 39 best shape of okay my life. yeah I, as long as there's a three on the front I'm, I'm good with you saying that what was your new year's resolution uh, i actually don't have those good for you chess or checkers Chess. Ah, favorite, favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Uh, to V Foundation, V.org or Love American it. Red Cross, redcross.org. Good for you, man. And this is the last question. And you can elaborate just a little bit on this. But what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Oh, 80s. <laughs> Big hair, no I grew care. up, my dad listening to Genesis. Oh, uh, Absolutely, brother. Yeah, I, I, I love 80s music. Love it. Love it. So, Bodie, how can we find you, bro? Simple. You find me uh theshadowspodcast.com. Got everything from the shadows podcast. Uh, we have our newest show, Rise from the Shadows, which are little 20-minute, almost like TED Talk versions. Nice. Um, people overcoming obstacles in their life. And uh, we've got an off-the-air monthly YouTube exclusive where we've been connecting like a puzzle piece of topics. We'll talk about something based off that conversation. We'll add another piece the following month. Uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn. I believe I'm Edward Bodenheimer on LinkedIn. Instagram, I think it's like 82 Bodhi. I'm, I'm horrible. 82 Bodhi, B-O-D-H-I. Yep. Yep. But um, yeah, the Shadows Podcast, easiest way to find me. You're actually one of our guests. So go check Episode out. Episode 46, man. I'm going to throw that link right in yep. to the show notes here, squad. And Bodhi, do me one last favor and leave the squad here with one last knowledge nugget they can take with them, internalize, and take action on. I would say, and it's something I've used so many times on my podcast and stuff, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Love it. If you feel like you were just stagnant, uh, you see opportunities and you're a little trepidatious at, at taking advantage of it, take it, do it, get comfortable or get uncomfortable. Trust me, you will grow so much from it. Get oh, comfortable geez. being uncomfortable. I love it. I love it. And squad, we just had an awesome conversation and kind of like a side note masterclass my good buddy Bodie here, you know, he'd tell you that passion can be dangerous. Find your purpose and what you want in there. Your why is found in there and get after that purpose. Get after your why. He's Bodie is someone that strives to inspire, but at the same time, he wants you to be authentic and, and be yourself. 
you know, he'll tell you that self-reflection is the key to communication, you know, and when you're looking to blame others, look under your own hood. Okay. Always look under your own hood, see what you can fix about yourself before you try to fix others and, and, and always use the, the need to improve maybe your own Kaizen. You know, he, he reminded us that the universe tells us, you know, rejection is for our protection a lot of times, but he also wants you to get uncomfortable being, be, become comfortable being uncomfortable. Like we like to stay here at time to time today is, you know, stretch that comfort zone. You don't have to step out of the comfort zone so much, but stretch it. And then the bigger is bigger and bigger. And, and you just become more and more and more, you know, he'll remind you to be patient. The good things are not instant, you know? Learn to be interested and not interesting. What he means is shut your mouth and listen for those key knowledge nuggets that are out there that can help you level up. You know, he's going to be reminded, he's going to be remembered as someone that everybody he came in contact to, he made better. And this is a guy that, you know, is going to slide across home plate, bumped and bruised, but he's going to score because he's a winner. In Bodie, you level up your health, you level up your wealth, man. You earn your varsity squad letter here at Time to Shine today. So blessed to have you. Can't wait to collaborate with you on a few things in the future, brother. Love your guts. Can't wait to do it. Appreciate you having me. You bet. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, Let's level up. It's our time to shine.